Just a few film nerds breaking out of the rut Drooling over cinema that's hard and uncut Stick us in your ear, thrill to this month's picks And come and listen in where memory lives Dude, is our eighth Roger Corman I'm sad to see him go I kind of am too uh, But this is the way to go out. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Metric Vice. I'm never going to be able to edit that. Start clean. I might even run this in up front, but there's no way I could cut. I like ran it right into you the. See, it was the same word. You're like, what a way to welcome to Metric. There's no fucking way I'm going to cleanly edit that. Try again. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Measuring Flicks. I'm Carl Hartley. And I'm Max Peterson. You did another thing now that I'm just listening for the audio. You had like a little like heart murmur in your mouth just now. Did I really? Where your W <laughs> came out kind of weird. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> it's not a long like, well, 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 welcome. You were like, well, welcome to Measuring Flicks. I was, like, was nervous coming in. Well, dude, of course you were nervous because we watched a terrifying movie for today. It was heart stopping. Okay. So, it's so fucking horrifying. This is it. This is the, the last, last of the Cormans. So we've done four straight weeks of Roger Corman flicks. Eight. Eight Roger Corman flicks. Honestly, I don't think there's been a single one that I haven't enjoyed so far. We've been up, we've been down, but they have all been at Even least the terror, interesting. Even which we kind of shit on. Dude, I, my enjoyable. description for the terror was like best worst movie of all time. It's yeah, so garbage that it becomes like high art almost. Which is interesting about so the movie we're talking about today. Which is 1962's Premature Burial. I thought it was the Premature Burial. This is Premature Burial. The opening title card of the film says Premature Burial, but I'm pretty sure the IMDb is the Premature Burial, but it doesn't matter because we're going to respect the film's a, wishes. It's based on a post story. But on a post story, the Premature yeah. Burial. Yeah. yeah. So this is Premature Burial, directed by Roger Corman, starring, once again, Ray, Ray Milland. Dude, when I saw his name pop up, I was, I was like, super oh, excited. Shit. Oh my god, it's it's Poe with the X-ray eyes. It's <laughs> Poe with the X-ray eyes. Uh, Come on, dude. Dick Miller popping up again. I think I'm he's been in every movie. Uh, I think so. We've I'm seen so giddy year. now. Every time I see Dick Miller, I'm like, I want to watch Gremlins. What we should do is watch some newer movies with him, like Gremlins. You got to watch out, though, because you know how many Gremlins movies there are? Once there's we. Oh, two. No. There's the Gremlins in the new batch. I think there's like four Gremlins movies. What? There may be. How did I miss that? You know, there's three Poltergeists, critters. right? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, there's two Poltergeist, there's two, and then there's and then another one that's named. There's mo- uh, this other film that's named Poltergeist Three. That's not. Anyway, we're not. We'll watch. Someday we'll talk, we're gonna someday have we'll to. Get to Poltergeist, my favorite horror movie. Poltergeist. Yeah. Dude, guys on on um, uh, Forever Midnight. That's their favorite horror movie too. Yeah. Is Poltergeist. That's a great film. The Mist is close too, but really, yeah. The Mist yeah. or The Fog. The Mist. I don't think the I've ever Stephen s- King one with Tom Jane in the. Isn't that the fog? No, the fog is the one where the pirates come out of the <laughs> and kill everybody. It's a John Carpenter flick. The fog. <laughs> okay, I think I saw it's this so one. Good. Tom, J- I've seen Tom yeah, Jane in like Tom, the it's mist a, or whatever. It's based on a Stephen King is that short the one story where the girl's the... arms go through the the window and then they scrabble her wrists on the broken glass and she bleeds to death. I think so. It's where the tentacly things come out of the portal on the mountain and all the yeah. Maybe I haven't seen. Well, movie. we'll have to watch the mist, the black Dude, and white version, which is amazing. <laughs> We need, well, we've, We're not talking. What about we should really do is talk movie. about this film. Premature even, burial. What if we even finished the cast? <laughs> oh, Hazel Court. Hazel Court as Emily and she's beautiful. Heather Angel as Kate. Wait, which one's the wife? The wife is Hazel Court as Emily. Okay. Emily's the the spoilers bad wife. <laughs> Although Bird and I have a theory that Kate is full of shit. 
I think that she's full of shit too. I think she's covering it. up. I think man. she straight up did it. I think she's she, a bad person. Why would she fucking shoot him dead? So that he, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you know what's you know what's fun what? that we're gonna have to have as part of our our measuring flicks ambient tour? Our uh, so the we ambient have, tour. Yeah, the ambient <laughs> tour. See, so we have Claire in a chair, right? Yeah. We have our Bill Pullman Barkhart, Barkhart, yeah, and we're gonna have candelabras with Twizzlers as candles, as candles, yeah, because they're they red do that vines, in this baby. movie. Red vine candles. I can't not see red vine candles everywhere. <laughs> Bird said immediately every fucking just... time. <laughs> red vines candles, man. Bird watching this movie, the because Bird watched this one with me. All she said the whole time was like, "Oh, uh, red candles. That's a weird choice. Right? Oh, why do they have more red, red candles? candles? There's a lot of red candles. Why do I want Twizzlers? It's like every scene. I need licorice." Dude, wouldn't you go like okay, like white candles are fine, black candles, black candles are spooky, yeah, but red candles just always red. hit me weird. You yeah. watch them and you're like, and the transfer that they look a little cartoony and weird. Dude, every well, this is like one of those like color by color vision, color, color by paraflex, paraflex vision, flex capacitor <laughs> can of color, and you're like, color by Crayola. You're like, <laughs> I kind of does look like that though. It literally bit. does. It's like they gave the cells to like a one guy who had like a. A set like a sixteen, not even the big one, like the sixteen color crayon set. Yep. And he's like, "All right, I'll put color on this. <laughs> I got this one." Kay. You know the hardy candles go red, red, red. Because hardy, I gotta, I gotta push hard. I gotta make it wax. They're so, they're so you gotta make it wax. You want them to stick, but you don't want to do too much because then it just yeah. it slides oh. off. Oh. It's getting flat. These candles are getting pretty fat. <laughs> the co- the color in this does look a little weird. My first note for the movie is, "Hey, it's Ray Milland." Yep. I do lose me some cardboard graveyard as right. my first note. Before we dig into the notes, yes. before we dig into yes. the notes, Carl, did you like this Not movie? Not really. It did kind of feel a little boring, didn't it? Yeah, it was super fucking boring. It was really and slow. There were like a couple scenes that were really cool. Like I love him, like his mausoleum Dude, thing. all the mausoleum so stuff cool. is so cool. But then there's... I didn't know what was going on really for about the first 15 minutes. Like the explanation of things, I was confused. I'm because still confused the words, at the end of the film. Oh, fuck. There's so much that's not clear. Because they tell you, like, here's how it happened. But they don't back it up with any evidence. So you're like, I don't think it happened that way. I don't think it way. happened that way. And then the movie's over. That and people didn't pay attention to the whole plot. So he is terrified of being... Ray Milan is terrified of being buried alive. Guy. Bec- guy. His name is Guy. Guy is... But, well, I have a friend named Guy. So it's a name. Yeah. You know. I knew a guy named Guy. Guy. So Guy. I knew a guy named Guy who got arrested for getting hammered drunk... At uh, Henry Ford's great great granddaughter's wedding, and like wandering around places he wasn't supposed to be wandering, Jesus, so he set off motion alarms. And then the security people came and picked him up, and they brought him to the front gate of a place, and they threw him in a car. Jesus guy, and they rolled him. I know, the guy was a maniac. <laughs> guy, guy's <laughs> was, fucking crazy. Was super fun, but he was a total wild man. All right, continue. So, guy is terrified of being buried alive. Yes, because the first thing that we see is grave diggers. Opening a casket and there's the blood and the scratch marks on the inside. Finger scratch love it marks. too. We should also hit the whistle. Even, that's not there. even his dad in there. It's just a guy. It's just a guy. Not guy. No, it's just a, it's just a gentleman. It's a fellow. It's a fella. It's a dude. <laughs> it's a dude. It's a dude just but, buried alive. But the whole plot of the movie is the guy is afraid of being buried alive because his father. 
He thinks, he thinks his father was, was buried, buried alive. alive. He thinks he had because he catalepsy. heard his voice, catalepsy, which is that you have all the you're dead essentially, but everything slows down so much. You're in a speaking deep of Bill Barkhart, do you remember the Serpent in the Rainbow? Sure do. Just like the Serpent Just in like, the Rainbow. Hey, yeah, it's the plot of it's Serpent part in the of, Rainbow. It's a plot of Serpent in the Rainbow. Is what we hear Fred <laughs> and also whistles. Is it Molly Malone? What is the song? I think it's Molly Malone. It doesn't sound anything like Molly Malone. I think they say it's Molly Malone, but, but it's, it's not, just like Because I know that song. <laughs> it's like in Sleepaway Camp when that yes. girl's humming and she's taking a shower and she's like, hmm, This is a mm-hmm, nondescript. Mm-hmm, 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 this is how you, you hum was... in the shower. Right. It's kind of like that. It's that. The they, 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 but they state Molly Malone. They say, oh, what is that song? It's Molly Malone. Because she's playing it. Right. On the piano later. Well, I love, she plays five notes. Beep, boop, boop, beep, doo. And she he's stops. Like, she's like, oh, no, keep playing that. It's beautiful. <laughs> she didn't actually play anything. He's like, I love that song. See, and then we just we just turn the movie off and go watch X-Files. Because come on. Even Ray Milan can't save this thing, man. Okay. So... It I makes have, me feel bad because this is one of Stephen King's like he lists it in Dance Macabre as like this movie changed. I my can life. see where you can pull some, but that's Poe doing that work, not the movie. Maybe I think the things that are getting into your brain and the the psychological horror of this flick, yeah, is the buried alive stuff. It, it's it's the a, buried alive stuff is scary. It's, it's super scary, We're and that's what the whole plot of this movie is being afraid of that and and and, and Ray Milan guy trying to subvert <laughs> that by making his own it's dumb it's literally a phobia though because he has no evidence whatsoever Zero. to There's support, nothing to support the idea it. that this would happen no so turns out though okay so what oh, here's here so he's like i when i was a child i'm pretty sure my dad probably had catalepsy and then like got buried alive and like i heard him screaming when they were buried alive totally everyone else who was there for that is like that's not what happened at Actually, all though. he was totally dead that he was for sure dead we checked he did die eventually this movie hinges so much on coincidence because eventually they go and like open the crypt to because of you know his his do, his other doctor his friend other doctor is like miles or whatever the he's fuck like his listen name is. guy <laughs> you have an irrational he's like listen guy you got an irrational fear all right so what we gotta do no you have to do the mid Atlantic accent that's what transatlantic he's, transatlantic I said mid Atlantic it's different mid Atlantic is more <laughs> like you're on a <laughs> just drowning. <laughs> It's just the sound of sharks eating a person. <laughs> it's you just constantly saying, never let go, Jack. That's, never let go. It was the Pacific Ocean. Who fucking cares? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know history good. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> it's transatlantic, Dude, not mid-Atlantic. So his doctor friend is like, listen, uh, guy, I'm going I'm to sorry. need you. I'm sorry, but you need to go down to the cellar and you need to open the crypt. I need to see if your father's actually in there. Oh, where's the key? And the key's the key's gone. That's so strange. Aren't you the one that has the key? And he's like, well, typically, normally, yes, but I'm no, <laughs> not today. It's embarrassing. I don't have it. And they're Someone like, else and he's probably like, maybe has the key. But dude, everyone's like leaps of logic. Where he's the, oh my fucking where god! Miles, like Doctor Miles, is like, so you probably came down here and took the key and went into is the it possible cellar for someone to do something and not remember doing it? He's like, oh yes, you've done that before. You've done that several times in this Actually, over the course of this. You've done um, several times. And then, but it's like, well, clearly what happened is you came down and took the key and you don't remember doing it. And guy's like, yeah, I, fair enough. I guess that is yeah. what happened. Is it? 
possible. Why would you go in the crypt if the crypt key was missing and the door was unlocked? It's like, hmm, someone came down someone here and came fucked Someone came down fucked with something. And they, if it was me, I did something to fuck with myself. So, so either way... Now, hold on. So here's here's my curiosity about this, Carl. They open the they open the crypt door. They open the they open the crypt door, and Dad is like up against the door, and he just falls over on Ray Milan, and Ray Milan falls and appears He's to like, be dead. He's out. Here's what happens: Ray Milan falls and has a catalepsy. He's dead. <laughs> falls and has a cataleptic. Sir. Woo. That ear's ringing. Well that's, <laughs> well, that's how quickly they assume that he's dead. Like, like before he before even he hits, hits the, the floor, floor, they're his like, "Dad's or his father-in-law is like, he's dead." All right, where should we bury him? <laughs> and they're just, he's, or not the crypt? Please they, don't him not the. They crypt. don't even open the. He doesn't even open the door yet, and they're like, "Oh no, guy's dead." <laughs> and he's guy's like, dead. "Actually, I'm, I'm not. Right not yet." Oh, and then he falls <laughs> over, and they're like, "See, I told you. <laughs> I, told I told you he was dead." And this is dope. Okay, so. Mm. The if whole- someone came down and fiddled with the body, yes, that means that the dad was probably dead when they buried him in the crypt, which yes. means his supposition about the whole catalepsy thing is false. false. Absolutely. So the fact that he has catalepsy is a complete coincidence. 145% and a it, coincidence. Even if... <laughs> And even if he was correct about his dad having catalepsy, a doctor, co- two different doctors two doc- say it's not hereditary. It's not genetic. Yeah. So that's even if twice. your dad did have it, that doesn't mean you have it. So no it's matter, another coincidence. No matter which way you cut this pie, him having catalepsy is a coincidence. And also, that's been a point of a topic of discussion amongst everyone present. And they immediately say, oh, he's dead. Well, do the tests that can't determine whether or not he's cataleptic. Right. So like, well, they describe, give it a day. They describe, like, well, so what are the symptoms of catalepsy? It's like, well, to all of our standard medical tests, it would appear as though, though he were dead. dead. So that's that. So they're like, all right, let's, oh, no, Raymond just died. Let's do all of our standard medical tests. Put the battery up to him. What the fuck test was that? I know, the frog battery, they brought it back for, like. Oh, it's the old shock your hand and see if your hand goes all googly. Yeah. What, what would think, that determine? I don't think he's a real doctor. I don't think he is either. I think they just call him doctor <laughs> just, to make him feel good about himself. <laughs> Uh, Doctor Miles. He plays with batteries and frog butts all day. He has a, he, <laughs> he has a doctorate in like I don't know. He likes, to, he likes to shock frog butts. <laughs> He's weird. When you meet him, could you just call him Doctor Miles? Just call him Doctor Miles. He gets really weird about it if you don't. I mean, he gets really sad. Why? What's he doing down there? Shocking frog butts. Um, what does that do? It makes the frog's leg do the thing. He goes. He's. <clears throat> he think. He thinks. He thinks he's doing research for. Is he writing any of it down? No. no. He's not does. recording anything. There's he talks no... to me about it. He tells me what he's doing. He tells our butler. He's. Yeah. Our butler just kind of. I kind of feel bad for him. It. Really? Dr. Miles, welcome to Actually, the. Hi, doc, good to see how you. How is the research on the, on the, on the frog, frog butts, butts going? <laughs> Dr. Miles, this is my friend, Tony. Tony, this is Dr. Miles. A wink. No wink. one can see the wigs. God damn it. <laughs> Dude, and even stepdad, who's like. Okay. Mark Twain stepdad okay, can't fuck. What? I'm skipping the whole movie because no, the end is like all it's just so stupid <laughs> that it's all I want to talk about. Ramelon dies. 
quote unquote, quote unquote he gets, he gets a cat- cataleptic, cataleptic. He gets a cataleptic fit like a one in a billion chance he happens to actually have catalepsy god damn it he hits the floor stepdad is like do the uh, well, he's dead do the mirror test dead do the frog butt test on his hand <laughs> dead. dead um that's all the tests i can think of so clearly he's dead <laughs> shouldn't we wait a minute but like it's how long has he been dead? About 32 seconds. Less than a minute. Let's get him in the ground. <laughs> and so they're like, put him down in the crypt. Even the interchange between like his wife, or well, the the fiance and, and Emily. dad, Emily. They're, we can't, well, down to, yeah, down to the crypt with him. Oh, no, we can't take him down to the crypt. I promise. I, all right. I did then. promise him that I wouldn't do that. Right. And okay. the dad's like, mm, all right. So this movie's exact, like an exact, like all Roger Corman movies, they're like exactly one hour and 20 minutes yes. long. And then they this They've one this one feels kind of like four hours long, but it felt super okay. Long. So when from 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 time code zero 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 until the moment he has a cataleptic fit, pretty much the only thing that guy says is like, "Please don't bury me alive." All I give a shit about is that you don't bury me alive. Do every cut my head off so yep. I'm dead. Yep. Kill me rather Either than bury sure, me alive. Either make sure because he stayed like drinking poison is even better than being buried dude, alive. One of his options in his like awesome uh, escape room escape mausoleum, room mausoleum. I is do the escape so room mausoleum is great and we'll hit it. But we gotta like just get the dumbest yeah, know, of the know, end out of our systems because I've been waiting like five days to just be like Carl, wasn't the ending stupid? It's dumb as shit. So dude, he's laying on the couch and he's cataleptic and we hear please his voiceover where he's like oh shit basically like that's his first yep. line he's like ah oh, this is this is fucking awful <laughs> this is what i was talking this about this is like the only thing i've said for like the years that and this movie no one takes was place. listening Not to me one or giving a fuck no because emily's like we can't put him in the we can't put him in the um in the crypt which would be way better because then people can hear him yeah so they're like i guess let's bury him bury him now like in the next 20 minutes would be We don't great. want him to start stinking. So he's been you know, dead for about a full minute at this shirt, point. Change his shirt. Put a new shirt on him. Swap the shirt. Bury him. Let's go. This afternoon. Like now we would can, be better. We can hire Dick Miller to dig the grave. Fucking Dick Miller. Because he does dig the he grave. Does. He's the grave. one of the grave diggers. So, yeah. Then that's exactly what they do. They go bury him fucking alive. Now, let's jump back to the beginning of the film. Why is there a window in the coffin? Is that a thing? I mean, Maybe. But it's just so you can see Ray it's Milan's It's ju- only eyes. so you can right. see Ray Milan's amazing, watery blue eyes. Mm. They're Delicious. like, they, they, they look so like... Oceans swimming in a sea of ice. pupescence. It's like, you know that That's color... That's not a word. Pupescence? Pupillary. Pupillary? Pupalate. <laughs> What's the white part called? <laughs> the white... Eyeball? It's called the eyeball, yeah. <laughs> the eyeball bit. The eyeball part. Yeah, I love it. Is it sclera? The sclera? It's, 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 like it's a, your eyeball. It's like an ocean floating in an eyeball. Okay. Let me uh let me try and get let me try and take Do us, it. Let me try and take us back. <sighs> this movie doesn't make any sense. Zero. So stepdad is a doctor. Yeah, because medical he, doctor. He's a medical he's an MD. Miles is a pretend doctor. Yes. And Ray Milan does something that is never explained. He's a lord or something. <laughs> He He's is a, the tour manager for Lord. Yes. He is. <laughs> so they're all opening scene. We're sitting in a graveyard as two grave and robbers. And it's a fucking castle that they're living in. They live in they, Italy. They do they live, live in, in an Italy. Italian castle. Yes. yes. So they're hanging out in a graveyard, the three guys we just talked about, and two grave robbers dig up a grave. Yep. They get it open and, oh, shit, this guy's alive. 
And his eyes are all wide and there's bloody scratch marks on the lid. And everyone except Ray Milland is like, whoa, that's a bummer. All right, get him out of there. We got to use this body for shit. Yeah. Ray Milland, who... Why are they showing us this scene? Is this where his fear of being buried alive? But it isn't is born. No, because he when he talks about died. his dad. Break. Why is Ramalan there? So it's just. Oh, yep. No purpose to that. There's no reason for him. There's to no be there connection, right? He's not. Yeah. I mean, he lets Doctor Miles work in his basement, right? On his frog butt experiments, <laughs> and fucking. Did he's, he? Hmm. Is he engaged to Emily at this point? He's engaged. Well, no. Yes, kind of, because he sent... Why is Step... No, well, he sent, sent her, her a letter and then told her to fuck off. Right, but why is Step... Why is Ray Milland in this graveyard? There's what? no reason There's no, that I can see. I don't know either, unless... Is he working with Stepdad, his future father-in-law? Because the cemetery is on his property. So he's overseeing, overseeing an illegal exhumation of a corpse. Is that... I don't think it is, because why does he have a cemetery on his property? Okay, Let's let's jump ahead now because what we've determined is there's no reason for Ray Milan to be there. No. None. Because we get the explanation later in the crypt why he has a fear of and it's so it's, And that's his dad. His dad, right? And it's so deep that he's afraid it's gonna affect his relationship is why he's trying to push Correct. his fiance away. Right. Because there's something you need to know about me, and once you know, you probably won't want to be here's, with me anymore. Here's my fear. I'm afraid of being buried alive, and she's like, so am I. Fair so enough. is everyone. I think everyone is okay, afraid of that. Okay, boom. Is that, is that it? No, wait. What else is there, though? Do you, like, are something you... Something more than that? Is there more? Do you... No. Do you... What are you... What's going on? And he's like, no, that's that's it. I'm just... I'm afraid of something that everyone in the world is afraid of. And hmm. she's like, oh, got it. Well, let's get married then. Wedding's still on then. Yeah, awesome. Well, <laughs> you silly... Dude... There's a couple moments in here that are I mean, look, it, as in all Roger Corman movies. I think it's how obsessed he is with killer it. Is the, shit. Is the problem. He does. He becomes in that Edgar Allan Poe esque way. Yeah. He grabs a small thing and becomes so all encompassingly. It becomes his with life. It. Like he's so obsessed with being my one like takeaway that I think is interesting is that he's so afraid of being buried alive that he buries himself alive. They say it at one point. Yeah. It's awesome. It's when he builds his little uh his escape mausoleum. his escape room mausoleum. He's, he's, the, he's the living dead He's been living in his She's tomb. like you're afraid of being buried alive in a tomb You've been buried alive in a tomb for, for eight, months eight months Or whatever yeah. She's like you've been out here painting And I your... love that that's the best part of this movie It is that. that whole sequence From the moment he starts building the mausoleum Until the moment they blow it up is all good Yep that's all solid The sets are all great this, all of the sets mm-hmm. for this are really good. There's nothing in here that looks janky. Everything well, looks the, good. the opening, the backdrop, and the... The backdrop and the opening cemetery is kind of goofy, it's but... It's real goofy, but it's in that Goofy Corman sort of... It works for Edward me. D. Wood I, way. As far as, like, the production value goes... Edward J. Wood. Edward Wood. Ed Wood. Ed Wood. Woody. Ed Wood Harrelson. Jr. Um, guys painting? That first painting of, like, the dead It's awesome. Corpse? That's actually... He, what awesome. did he call it? Um... Because uh, this is actually a reference to Say it Hamlet. into your microphone Oh I'm sorry I'm sorry I was looking for a <laughs> note uh, Devoutly to be wished Is what he names The, the first painting the, the, the demon-y painting I'm talking about that first painting we see him oh, doing It's just a first? it's like a dead rotting head Oh that one sorry That painting is it looks like something out of scary stories to tell in the dark Yes yes It's like that oh dude I, I, would, I, would, I would have a print of that I would totally house. get a yeah. print of that and of uh, what was it called? Desperately to be devoutly, wished. To, devoutly be wished. to be wished. It's a part of the to be or not to be monologue that Hamlet gives about suicide. Well, to yeah, to be or not to be, and this is like the sleep of death mm. and what dreams may come. It's all devoutly to be wished. People love that, so, dude, because yeah. it pops up all over the joint. Um, but yeah, man. But honestly, both paintings are great. 
The sets are great. Uh, his escape room mausoleum is so fun. It is fun. That whole sequence is fun because he's like he has plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D, and there's even another plan because he has the pop open coffin. Mm. And they never discuss it. It's never mentioned, but he has tools. He has a huge like hand drill and a hatchet and like a couple other in like implements inside the casket. He never talks about those, Mm-mm. but they're there. He's like, because you know if the casket doesn't pop open, he has I to have another open. way to do it. So let's. Do you want to run through all of that? Yeah. Okay. So when we so basically have some shatter. Let me keep moving through though. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. We'll, we'll get back we'll get in order to the here. mausoleum. So. My next note, I mean, one of the first things you notice about Guy and Emily. So, Ray Milan's kind of older in this movie. He is. But so is Emily. Yes, she is. Bird pointed that out when we were watching. She's like, I kind of like that they're an older couple. I like that. So, it's the 62-year-old sister is super protective of his, of her 52-year-old brother. Right. So, yeah, because at this point. Marrying a 43-year-old woman. woman. But it works, though. It, it does. It, none of it feels that weird. Um, Because they're not trying, they're not saying, hey, these kids, and it's like a 48 year old, like we've seen a lot. Like teenage caveman, 47 year old. <laughs> 47 year old caveman. But they're, they're playing the ages that they're supposed to be, so it works. It doesn't this feel is a weird. Hollywood thing, though, where it's like, um, I think in the newest Bond movie, Inspector, everyone points to, uh, I think her name is Isabella Rossellini, mm-hmm. the woman who plays the Bond, the, the first Bond girl, the, first the older Bond girl, woman. Right. Everyone's like, oh, finally, Bond is like sleeping with someone who's age appropriate. It's so good that she's an older woman. And then I think Daniel Craig was the one who points it out. He goes, she's actually still younger than me. By right. The <laughs> by the way, she's still 14 years Yeah, like, years I don't know what you I. guys are all freaking out about. Like, I'm still older than her. Like, we're not fixing anything right. here. Like, we're moving in the <laughs> right direction. Sean was 82 when he shot Dr. No. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, it's literally like grandpa and like, how old are you? 18 in a second. Okay, well, you're the new Bond girl. Right. Welcome. Here's your love interest, um, Sean Connery. Sean. Yes. Your name's Octopussy. I think. Oh, I'm sorry, Maxwell. That's a Roger Moore. That is a Roger Moore. Octopussy mm. is one. Hmm. Mm. Plenty O'Toole. That's a that's a Sean Connery one, I believe. <laughs> Dude, there's so many. Like the best one though, by far, and this is also a Sean Connery one. The best one is Sylvia Trench. <laughs> it's so dirty, so man. Dirty. It's just like you're like, oh. Then we get oh. <laughs> What's her name? Uh, Sylvia uh, Trench. Why would you name her that? Worst one though, Christmas. Christmas. I thought Christmas only came once a year. Yeah. Get it? Because she had more than one orgasm. And it's kind of... So the name was for the... Anyway, different movie. So... (laughs) Dude, it's hard to talk about the premature burial. You know what I want to try? What? What do you want to try? Laudanum. You know, it pops up in enough shit. It's been in a bunch of like older stuff. You know what uh, it is? It's a, it's a Do you know what it is, though? It's a sleepy time drug, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. It's a tincture of opium. They still prescribe I it. I definitely want to try a lot. They still prescribe it today. Really? Do they? Yeah, but it's only for like one disease, and it's only if like the other five medications don't that work. treat it don't work for you. Or you're like... You're like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm allergic to. But they everything. used to prescribe like cocaine and weird shit for like everything. Yeah. Co- ah, to- you got a you got a pinky hurt. Co- Heroin. Cocaine was right like in your tooth eyeball. powder. Yeah. You used to brush your teeth with That's coke. Right. <laughs> which can you imagine? 
All, all the nummy gummies. Mm. That'll wake you right the fuck up in the morning. <laughs> yeah, nothing. <laughs> no one drank coffee. Coffee was invented in 1953 after they illegalized <laughs> cocaine toothpaste. Yeah, they're like, okay, what else gets us up and running? <laughs> right. How about those beans from Colombia? Oh, that makes sense because they, like, they already had the shit in place for the cocaine. We've like, already got established uh, how about trade these routes. Beans. Hey, Colombia, do you guys have anything else that wakes you up? They're like, well, yeah. And we got these beans. Co- we do coffee. Nobody drinks coffee, though. Why don't you just want cocaine? Uh, we made it illegal. <laughs> Fucking can't wake up anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I could start my day with like 12 ounces of water and a brisk shower, but that's, that's stupid. Fucking dumb. <laughs> I want to inject my body with chemicals. <laughs> Don't you have any like artificial substances <laughs> that would like really get my heart in a dangerous red line <laughs> before 9 a.m.? I mean, coffee. Coffee. Do you guys want some coffee? We how do you are you sure you don't want more cocaine? We definitely, we definitely do, do. But these fucking fuddy duddies illegal up and, uh, telling me what telling me what experiences I can and can't have. So what if I tend to you know like rob bleed? <laughs> <laughs> my gums, all my teeth fell out like one week after I started. I just doing brushed it. my mouth. <laughs> just, just your closed oh. lips, just brushing your lips. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I'm bright. I'm bright. I had a bushy tail. Bird though, and I baby. talked about this on um, Chapman and Robin once, but there is definitely like, look, there are drugs that you you hear about them and you're like, mm. it's like meth, crocodile, yep. crack. It's like shit like that where you're like, uh, that seems like a bad That's thing to a do. Super bad idea. But then there's opium. Okay, look, you hear heroin and you're like, oh, heroin's such a dirty. There's a mystique to it, but it's like an Iggy Pop grunge yep. mystique. It's yep. like, oh, heroin's fucking awful and then you hear opium and you're like well opium uh, people people in three-piece suits smoke opium on long and they, lounges and, and they ride mm, yeah 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 there's a mystique to opium and there's a mystique to laudanum which is funny because it's just an opium tincture it's the same drug right it's it's if you want to try laudanum you take a vicodin it's the same fucking thing it's just an opiate it's a tincture of opium so but bird and i talked about this where, where we were saying like if you if you read something about like people smoking opium and then having like languorous sex in a dimly lit room with Victorian paintings, this is the a romanticism. There's a total too. romanticism to it. But if you're like these two people went into a dimly lit room with Victorian shot, and shot heroin. heroin, you're like, what the Gross. fuck? Ew. Gro- oh. And but if you have a tiny little bottle of laudanum and you're putting some dabs of it into, right. ap- okay, have you ever seen From Hell with Johnny Depp? I have. Far yeah. superior to this. Yeah. Film. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he he sets up his absinthe drip, and what he drips on the sugar is laudanum. So he drips laudanum onto his sugar. What he's cube, doing so. is he's putting heroin on his sugar cubes, and then puts his water on top of that. But oh. the laudanum is what dissolves the sugar into the absinthe. And dude, I'm telling you, I have no. I hate. I hate everything about opiates. I had to take them once for my back. Yeah. I took, I think, two doses, and I was like, fuck that. And that's when I switched to weed for my back yep. instead. But something about watching Johnny Depp drip laudanum onto a sugar cube, I'm like, I want to try that. Yeah. I absolutely want to try that. And then, Bird, and then Bird's like, yeah, but it's just heroin. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's laudanum. And she's like, which is same the same thing. I'm like, well, I know that, but shut up. How about that, stupid face? Why do you always have to yuck my yum? Let me shoot heroin in my balls. <laughs> No, I want to drink it in like oh, a, sorry. That's in like a, a delicate mug. I want to shoot it in my you ball You want to sack. shoot it in your ball sack. I want to smoke it from a really long pipe on a chaise long out in the sun. I'm dirty. In the front. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Carl, every time I've partied with you, you're like, all right, when do you guys want to shoot the ball sack? Well, you, guys, you call it sacking up. It's called, it's called ball sack smack. 
Ball Balls, smack. Ball smack. <laughs> it's the hottest new craze. All the kids are doing it. All the it. kids are ball smacking. Ball smacking. <laughs> I got to call into work. I was ball smacking. <laughs> you go and visit a dominatrix. You shoot heroin into your sack. And then she just kicks she you in the balls. your balls. <laughs> thumps your balls for a few hours with a paddle. And then you go home. And <laughs> ball smack. Dude, we should do a PSA, like, warning about the dangers of the ball, smack. ball, ball smacking. You may have heard of something at school. <laughs> we do one of those after school specials. PSA be like, special, yeah. Mom, what's ball smacking? <laughs> Who told you about that? Jimmy, Timmy at school. <laughs> Timmy at school says he listens to this show. <laughs> well, let me warn you, Susie, about the. You can't even do it, Susie. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> You're out of luck. We call that tube scooting. <laughs> Invented by Sylvia Trench. Oh, oh my God, that was fucking just. <laughs> Smacking in tubes. Oh, don't even say it anymore. It's wrecking my brain. Uh, uh. Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> this has been. Oh. Na, na, na. <laughs> it's like on a very special measuring flame. <laughs> the tube scooting epidemic. Oh sweeping her. 2019 was a good year. Until the tube smack. Tube smacking? Tube smacking. Woo! Tube scooting. Hey man, you do whatever you want. No, tube. You know what tube smacking is? It's when one of you shoots heroin into your balls, and the other one shoots it into your, into your uh, I guess tubes, based on the name. And then you, and then you have sex in a dumpster. Oh god. <sighs> wow, we just like totally dismantled the mystique of heroin. It's gone. There's it's no more romanticism to it at all. <laughs> Who's taking laudanum? Oh, it's him. It's laudanum. He's taking guy. He can't sleep. She brings it down and she's like, "Here's your medication." Here's she your picks up. She's like, "You know laudanum. this is just heroin, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, I know. Don't be a bummer." <laughs> <laughs> well, he's pulling his sack. Out. <laughs> it's popping the buttons. <laughs> he's like, uh, "Emily, I really don't want you to see this." <laughs> Are you a ball smacker? <laughs> How long have you been ball smacking? <laughs> I don't do it. Kate does it for me. <laughs> Ow. It hasn't. I like it a little bit, though. It lets me know. <laughs> it does give me a tummy ache. Oh, my God. Oh. Okay, so. I might pass out. Some other shit happens. I need to get more oxygen. Hang tough. My... Breathe. Just oh, breathe, Carl. Oh, I forgot to do that. Oh, that's nice. Oh. Oh. That's super pleasant, yeah. man. Holy Isn't shit. Isn't it good? Yeah. So, ooh, Emily goes over and play. I said Emily plays the grave digger's whistle, mm-hmm. and Guy runs away to lean heavily on something. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude, Bird. That was Bird's favorite part of the movie. Is he's he hears the tune and she's like, "This is a song I like to play." You heard it earlier. Watch that tune. And he's like, "Emily, stop playing that." And she's like, "Um, you seem very agitated. Like you're being triggered by something I'm doing." But this song's great. Well, you're crazy. Dan, sing us a song, you're um, the piano man. Oh, and she's you like, fucker. She's like, fuck it, stop it. You just triggered me. That's funny. <laughs> so Ray Milan goes from like, uh, would you please not play that? To like, 
Full out. I will shoot myself in the mouth if you don't fucking stop playing that right now. They were married. Causes a weird tinnitus. They were married like two seconds before this. And everyone's like stands around and they all look at Ray Milan like he's up psycho. Right. (laughs) So then he. She may have made a bad choice. Dude he does this awesome like I'm going to stumble away from you. I'm stumbling. And then he like leans heavily on a table just trying to catch his breath because he's just he just hates piano man. He hates it. He hates it so much. Blame the fucker, man. Dude. You get asked to play piano man every time you play out. You're like, I'm not fucking playing piano man anymore. You should learn Freebird on piano just to play that when people ask for for piano piano man. man. Can you play piano man? You're like, sure. I'm free as a bird. I guarantee you one thing. They'll stop asking me to play piano man. Guaranteed. Yep. You know what you should do every time you hear, every time someone requests Piano Man, you go, well, well, that's it. And you set a five minute timer and you just play chopsticks for five minutes. <laughs> oh, that's genius. <laughs> and you're like, when this timer's done, I'm going to continue with my show and let's not have any more of this Piano Man bullshit. I'll play any other Billy Joel song you want to I don't mind. I'll play New York State of Mind. I'll play, I'll play the. Scenes from an Italian restaurant. Okay, oh, all right, are. everyone. Timer's done. Piano Man. All right. All right. Well, five minutes on the clock. Everyone just leaves the bar. <laughs> I'm never hired again. <laughs> and it was an open mic night. <laughs> <laughs> Every, all the other open micers leave because they're, right. like, they're like, I can't I be in this room. room. This is just a real bad energy. This is a bummer, man. <laughs> I like piano, man. That's another that's five, another five minutes. minutes. We're up to okay. That's eight minutes now. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> this place used to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. <laughs> somewhere in there, a movie happened. What? what are we talking about? Premature burial. Premature ejaculation. <laughs> I'd rather watch that. I know. I'd rather watch pre-cum than this I'll movie. I'll bet you. <laughs> I'm getting light-headed. I told you. I, can't. I could watch. <laughs> we, <laughs> we oh, dude. Next uh, next week on Measuring Flicks, Carl and Max will be watching an hour and a half of cuckold oh, chastity Chast- porn. <laughs> <laughs> Weasel's fucking oh, in a bag. I'd watch that. Oh Set my to God. chopsticks. Okay, so here's what happens next. Um, he hears some sounds. He hears a whistle. Whistling. He hears the whistling. So he gets a can. He gets um. He gets his red vine candles. Yes, he does. He's like, all right. <laughs> this is my favorite part in the movie. Well, because he is it because it's raining outside. Yeah. Oh, you gonna, I think you have the same favorite part yeah, that Bird did. Yeah, the rain douses the candle. Yeah. He just fucking chucks it. She just it. hurls it into the night. He's <laughs> like, that candle's done. Fuck this candle, dude. Fuck I love it. it. I'm like, that's like a solid, like, pewter candelabra. Yeah. Like, that, you just must have <laughs> money to burn. delicious red vine. Yeah, what why are you, are you throwing red vines into the dark? Aren't you going to eat that? Red vines in the dark. I feel like that's the name of a song. Like a red vine in the dark. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> um so he finds his dog <laughs> there's, a, there's a dog just laying on the ground not dead. moving 
I love Kate's explanation too. She goes, I wrote it down. in the storm just out out in the storm in the rain probably looking for red vines that Ray Milan's right, chucking, chucking all over you gotta quit throwing your red vines around she's like me. I found this did you do this again and he's like no this is becoming a problem so he goes what happened to the dog and Kate goes it must have been struck by lightning <laughs> and I like I even like like Ray Milan's face is like do you really think that's what happened? I quit smoking two years ago, and I think I just coughed up like <coughs> the last old, of the tar. Old, some old tar. There's a lot. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Does your mouth taste like a, <laughs> kind of like a like, tailpipe? It kind of does. It kind of tastes Marlboro Red right now, dude. This is good for you. See, this show is. is healthy. But so he's like, let's bury the dog. His first, yeah, immediately he's like, well, before we verify that it's dead, let's just get it in the ground. And then the dog gets up and he's like, I'm awake. And I Kate's, almost buried the dog. And Kate's like, don't sweat it. You're going to be, are you going to be weird about this now? And he's like, he was yep. alive and I nearly buried him. Does she have the flowers at this point? I don't know. Like right away? Because he's like, I hate flowers. Fuck That's the flowers. next scene. Yeah. Because he's, well, okay, so. One of my favorite aspects of this movie is they go for like a oh, nice a head rush. Dude. <laughs> they go, they go for a nice stroll in their like dark, foggy garden on the moors. This house, the Italian, this house moors. never has less than like twenty five thousand square cubic feet of fog. fog, like just hanging out all the time. It has its own personality. There's so much fog. It could only be shot on a set because the yeah. the whole ground has like three feet of fog. They're like up to their waist in soup. fog yeah. constantly. And so Emily's walking along with him and she's like, isn't it so cheery here in the country? You don't have to be morbid and weird anymore, do you? And he's like, I nearly buried the dog. And she's like, yep, I guess so. Okay, well, (laughs) I'm going to, let me just, and she just like does the fan with her hands and clears some fog. And she's like, oh, flowers. Perfect. How did those grow with no sun? Doesn't matter. (laughs) Doesn't matter. So she picks like the, like she picks a perfectly trimmed bouquet of flowers up off the ground. And she's like, I've just picked these despite the evidence of your eyes. And Raymond's like, I fucking hate flowers. Get that shit away from me. He has a real like. Negative he, like, reaction. Slap him out of her hand. In my head, he like slaps <laughs> him like, onto the ground. He's like, "What?" It's not quite that violent, no. but in my head, it's there too. Well, she, I, I like that she's like, "I'm gonna put these inside." And he goes, "He actually said I loathe flowers." He goes, "Well, nobody loathes flowers. No one. If someone loathes flowers, they have dead children in their walls." Yep. I said, "Who fucking loathes flowers?" <laughs> Dude has deeper issues than we may know of. Billy Joel. And then we cut to. Flowers. And then we cut to him having been building his mausoleum for eight months the flowers are what did it man flowers put him over the edge he was like fuck it i'm done with these dog close that push over the cavern my favorite thing is her final line and then his final line in that scene she goes i simply couldn't live in a house without flowers it would like the subtext being like i would become so depressed i'll kill myself right and ray milan's like don't you ever bring those <laughs> filthy fucking flowers into my fucking those house if you bring those flowers in i will literally cut your legs off at the knees and emily's like wow this you know maybe you were right we I shouldn't have he, gotten no married Mm-mm. you were right you were correct mm-hmm. this is too much for me to deal with <laughs> exactly cut to. She's a bad 
diapers. But is she? I think I don't she know. Do. It's I Kate. think it's, it's got to be Kate. My theory is that it's Kate that does all this bullshit. Because okay, Kate. But why is she wearing the key around her neck though? Because Kate put it there. Or I don't <laughs> fucking know. This movie doesn't make any sense. Okay. Okay, dude. Kate is literally hanging out on the moors with a dead dog. Yes. <clears throat> in the night. That's how Ramalon finds her. He's like, oh, hey, fi- fancy meeting you here, Kate. What do you got there? And she's like, a dead, dead puppy. Dead puppy. And he's like, that's unusual. Horrible. That's pretty bad. I'm upset by this. Well, how did it die? Probably <laughs> the lightning. <laughs> like, Kate. There's like, doing, Kate. there's like 20 lies you could have said. That's the worst we, of them. We're getting like the worst red herring ever is what it is. If it is this, it if can't it is, yeah. possibly be a red herring because like the evidence for Emily is so thin. Right. <laughs> You're like, I don't think I don't buy it. Even if the movie's I don't like, fucking buy it. Let's yeah. wrap it up. It was Emily. I'm like, uh, movie. I have an alternate theory that actually makes more sense right. than the one you just the gave. The evidence me. supports. Right. All right. So guys, mausoleum slash Airbnb is amazing. The next thing that we see is he's out there like constructing it. Uh, Emily brings Dr. Miles out and she's like, I'm really worried about my husband because he's building a tomb. He hasn't left the this tomb. spot he got for a month. He's yeah. got food in there. He's got yeah. poison. He's got his drinks. Brandy. Yeah, he's got like piano. He's got penthouse. He is Dude. set. He's yeah. got a piano in there. Does he have a piano? Yeah, there's in there? a piano in there and dynamite. He's just very cavalier with that. <clears throat> he really is swinging just shaking it around. that around. How that. many Hollywood movies have we seen where it's like, don't jostle the dynamite or we're all dead? Right. If you sneeze near the dynamite, we're all dead. If you bump and he like tosses it from like three right. feet back into the box. He's like, they just invented this. I don't know that He's much about it. He's air drumming with it. He's like, dynamite, dynamite, <laughs> dynamite. If you hit it, you got light. And they're like, even Dr. Miles, like, kind of like steps back. He's like, oh. The casing is sweating. That's a bad thing. You don't want that. You got to. You don't want the. It's. Guy, put it down. It's pure nitroglycerin on the outside of that right now. (laughs) He's flicking it off. He's like, like, oh, no, no, no. He's like, what? This? This stuff? No, I've been eating this. (laughs) He probably has been. He's like, that's not nitroglycerin. I've just been sucking on the dynamite. (laughs) I don't want to be buried alive. Sometimes I play cigar. God. You're just like guy. Guy, you're really weird. You've gone like way out of your mind. But show me your roof, dude. This shit's amazing. Okay, so guys, mausoleum slash Airbnb. Do you have all of the escapees? I think I can remember all of them. We start with the corner. We start with the corner escape because he just finished it. He had just finished, it. and he's like, check this out. And he pulls a little <laughs> sash. Yep. He pulls a sash, and part of the wall opens up. He pulls a U-ring. Yeah. U-ring. Yep. Pulls that tasseled. All yep. of them are tasseled. They're all bedazzled so and tasseled. He, he yes. pulls some bedazzled tassel <laughs> sash urang, and the thing opens, and they're like, "Wow!" Yeah, it leads right to the outside. That's pretty cool. So that's that's all you've done, right? That because oh, that no. seems reasonable. Have a drink and let me show you around. He's like, "If you don't want to drink this, I'm going to be pissed because it's actually pretty expensive. It's really delicious. If you don't don't dump it, just set it just to the side. I'll have it later. It's armagnac. Um, that made me want armagnac yeah. so bad just Stone. now. Ooh. I just started drooling. I love armagnac. Mm-hmm. All right. I love so, alcohol. <laughs> alcohol is great, it's Carl. Good, all of it. <laughs> or cocaine. Laudanum, cocaine. Laudanum. Ball smacking. <laughs> um, we go home and get some ball smacking diamond. So we get our secret tunnel. Yep. Then he's like, wait a minute. There's, Let me show you. He's the like, right. but what if I get in? What if you bury me out here and I'm in my casket? And they're like, why would we bury you alive? 
Right. It's not like we're going to do that at the end of this film. Despite In about 45 minutes, that's not going to happen. Dude, like we're going through this chronologically and this has been like 30 minutes of him just being like, hey, you don't bury me alive. Hey, you don't literally bury me alive. everyone that listen will listen and some that won't. some that aren't. He will. He'll follow Dead people person. around on the street. He's like, don't bury, don't bury me, me alive. alive. Don't bury, don't bury me, me alive. alive. La, I'll, la, take la, a, la, la. I'll take a tuna fish sandwich, a basket of chips, uh, hold the pickle actually and don't bury me alive. I'm sorry. Uh, hold the mayo. Hold uh, the mayo. Extra pesto. Oh, don't bury me alive. What are you saying there? Hmm? Does it? You said no pesto, but then you said something else. No, no, no. I've got your order. I just am I missing? Am I, uh, am I ready to paint? No, just don't, don't. Don't. Don't bury. Don't bury it in olives. Don't bury me alive. Don't. I don't like. He olives. doesn't like olives. Don't bury him in olives. <clears throat> so okay. Yeah. Will that complete your order? Did you want some? Yeah, yeah, no, I think this will do. Actually, um, yep, this will take care of me. Just don't. We won't put olives on your sandwich. Don't bury me. Don't bury you. Alive. alive. Don't bury you alive. All right, till next week, Paul. We'll see you. Um, ding, I <laughs> didn't even take a sandwich. Ding, 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 <laughs> He's back for his sandwich. Don't bury me alive. Yeah, I won't. Here's ding, your sandwich. Ding, 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 ding. He does not like olives. <laughs> dude, it's just fucking like... <laughs> don't. I like the dude. <laughs> like the, don't. You're like, I got it that you got time. Got it that time. I, I did actually. It, I, actually heard I did it correctly catch that. that. Wow, mm. you are a strange, irrational but rational fear. All right, well, here's your sandwich and red vines. <laughs> Have a, <laughs> if you, <laughs> he needs to stock up, dude. He keeps chucking them out in the uh, rain. Yes, my 400 red vines at a time. So Bye. then he gets in the casket. When he opens the casket lid, we see there's tools in the casket lid, and you're like, that has to be the most insane thing we've seen. False. Yes. He gets in the casket, and he's like, now see, you close it. His friends are like. I'm waiting for him to bust out because we've seen the tools. But his friends, his friends look at each other like he fuck? is literally laying in a casket yeah. right now. What the fuck is going on with guy? And then, and then the magician's box, dude, pops it's cool. Up, it's amazing. The side pops down, the top pops up, and he goes, "I did that with the touch of just my, my smallest finger." And you're like, "What if we jostle the casket? When right, we set you down. Everyone's gonna see your corpse. <laughs> this is gonna be awful for all of us." Oh, he didn't. If it opened that easily, that easy. we're, how are your pallbearers gonna pick this up? No one. You can't no do one's any, gonna pick this up. Constantly. Have you ever tried it's just to blowing apart? Have you ever tried to move a couch that has a fold-up bed in it, and you have to turn the couch sideways to get it through a door? It's like carrying. Trying shit. to keep the fucking bed in. You know what the worst is? Is when you're carrying, uh, like your like a dresser, and it's got loose. It's got loose shelves in yeah. it, so every time you move it, the shelves it's, all collapse. collapse. Or one of the, the bottom door swings open, yep. and then it bangs your wall. Or your shins. That, but a casket, yeah. is what he's what constructed. He's doing. And they're like, okay, for, I mean, I guess if that's what you want to do with your money, guy. Not done, though. Oh, is there more? Oh, yeah. Well, now I'm going to be very weak, which is why the pinky, but... Now see this little sash here. If I just pull yeah. this, ton, he literally does ring because it's a gigantic it's a bell on top bell. of the mausoleum. That's like I'll ring it every ten minutes. Bong, bong. bong. Do you guys get how loud it is? Bong. <laughs> They're like, oh. It's very loud. Miles, would you fuck me? <laughs> <laughs> Which is a, oh, in a heart in a heartbeat, Emily. Shall we go down to my frog butt laboratory and have I shown you my frog butts? I've got some. I've got a frog butt battery that'll tingle your nipples like you've never felt before. I'm not uh, guys over there. Like, uh, excuse me, fuck later. I'm not finished. Not done. I have five more I've things to show you. I've got five more. <laughs> okay, the next after the bell. There's another U-ring pole. Which is the, the gate. The door unlocker. Yep. 
He's like, tick, tick, oh tick. no, but the gates are locked. St- stop touching your breasts it's and pay attention weekend. to me, Dr. Miles. Yes, and no one's around. They can't hear the bell. Pulls the other you rang and he goes, click, click, and both doors open. I'm like... You start with that, though. Yeah, I'm like, that's your first move. That's so the first you one that you do. So you can walk out of the mausoleum. Right. He's like, but if no one hears the bell... I'll... What if, and what if the doors... What if the bot... What seals. if the doors seal up? Well... There's a roof hatch and the, dude, the roof hatch. Yeah, he's like, ladder. if I pull this one, rope ladder, the roof opens up. I'm like, you have spent a lot of time and money yeah. on this and thing. If it's just him building it, I mean, he's got some engineering. Background. Maybe he's an engineer. He might be. <laughs> he engineered more successful enough. last right. year tour. <laughs> it was the Royals tour, which was just a just a spectacle, just a masterpiece of light and sound. Oh, <laughs> So the roof, roof hatch and ladder flip down. But he, what if that doesn't work like, next? And they're like, "You, this is more redundancies than Navy SEALs plan for." Yes. Like if if so if you're, doesn't have if this you're much. worried, all this is gonna fail. Maybe there's like, are your designs not sound? Because they all seem pretty great to us. He's like, "No, no, no. If I have to stick around here, I've got food, drink, books, entertainment, music, poison. What was that last one? Books." books. <laughs> <laughs> He literally if like he, runs him through. He's like, he's like, well, he just says the dynamite. He's like, look, right. it's a cigar box full of full dynamite. dynamite. Don't smoke this. Jesus. But I'm looking at the dynamite and I'm like, there's no fuses on any of those. No, there isn't. How are you going to make the dynamite go bang other than by drumming on the right. table with it like you're fucking doing? He has way more dynamite than he needs. It's eight sticks. It's, it's a yeah, whole box. Something like he has a box of dynamite. I'm you like, probably need one of quarter those. stick. Have you ever thrown a quarter stick of dynamite into a lake? No. Oh, I come like I said in the other episode. The You're next from episode, northern northern. I'm from northern northern Michigan. We've thrown quarters. We've thrown whole sticks. That's of how dynamite you fish up there. Holy shit, <laughs> so no, for the Fourth of July though, you can buy like quarter and half sticks of dynamite, and you light the long fuse, and you get wait till it gets a little like dangerously close to your hand, and then you boop, it hits the water, and because it's a, the underwater fuses, yep. it goes. And then you get like Thunk. 30 feet of water coming up off really? the surface. Really? Oh, dude. Yeah. Half a stick of dynamite. Ba-boosh. All comes raining down. That's amazing. Hopefully no one's swimming underwater at that point. That would be pretty awful. Dead. But we wouldn't know because there wouldn't be much left of them afterwards Fair and the enough. fish would eat it all. But dude, I'm telling you right now, like a quarter stick of dynamite would take out a whole wall of my living room. Oh yeah. He doesn't need eight sticks of dynamite to blow his mausoleum. But it makes sense for him because he has how many contingencies for this? That's true. Yeah. Each stick is just a, a contingency is four for more the other contingencies one. Yeah, exactly. for the previous stick that didn't work. So then they're like, wow, so you got dynamite. Did you say you have poison? He's like, and I put it in this awesome Amazing fucking decanter. You've never seen. Well, if you're going to kill yourself, do it with some style. Honestly. So, yeah, but like, okay, so his, his I think this ultimate is, escape plan is death. His, yeah, he's like, you know how you avoid being buried alive? Just die. And they're like, that makes horrible sense. And I love that, though. That is a good moment. Like I said, once he starts building the mausoleum, I'm in yeah. again. Yep. It's fun. It's really fun for and a then while. And when he blows it up, I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> I get my phone oh, open. Oh, this is a murder mystery I now. I start watching okay. the Halloween remake. Yep. I'm just, I go on my Criterion channel app. There are, you know, once the, once the mausoleum is destroyed, there are better episodes of Scooby-Doo as far as mystery and intrigue. Right, especially because the answer, dude, it's the weirdest thing ever because it's a movie. Mm-hmm. So what it's telling you should, especially because it's a 1962 film, mm-hmm. they give you an ending. They're like, they do the Scooby-Doo thing. They're like, here's how it was all done. That's the answer. And then the, 
but this nice movie, tight little ribbon. Yeah, but the viewer goes, mm, "Don't buy it." No, that's not correct. Not plausible. The movie's like, uh, wait, no, we. I'm sorry, maybe you missed it. Here's how it was done: X, Y, and Z. And the viewer goes, "Oh, I, no sense. I heard you, but mm-hmm. that's just not true. That's not what happened. What happened is." Kate engineered all of these things and she's actually secretly she's the such mastermind. a genius that she, she made it appear killed that. him because Ray Milan probably had his suspicions and she knows that once he comes into his right mind after being buried alive he'll realize that it was her all along but also she's unburdening of her, herself of her mentally ill brother so that she can inherit the property and the land and now that he's dead and Emily is also dead um, there's no loose ends to tie up anymore, so there's no one to contest her story, and now right. she's inherited. So Kate actually did it. Movie and that all makes sense, doesn't it? It does, dude. Yeah. Kate totally fucking did it. Like, <clears throat> especially because it's Kate that tells what us would be that the Emily mo- did. What would be the motive for Emily doing it? To inherit. She already will. Well, she doesn't want to deal with him. She wants to fuck Miles. Well, yeah, we see that overtly as well. She gets. She, dude, she's like, she's like me now. Miles, come sit on the edge of the bed and put. He's yeah, like, pretty much. He's like, wait, what? Uh, Your husband's been dead for 32 minutes. <laughs> we did bury him, like, just now. Just a minute ago. And she's like, yeah, but, like, remember? She even says at one point, she's like, remember how close we used to be? He's like, <laughs> yeah, I sure do. I'm the closest two people. <laughs> I was close to your Adam's apple, if you know what I'm saying. And she's like. I got a pair of fingers I haven't washed like, in 20 years. That's a little well, that's gross. gross, actually, Miles. You're fairly disgusting. He's like, why don't we just smack uglies together and get real sloppy in the downstairs. She's like, okay, I, right. you can go. <laughs> You're all right. You I'm can go now. In Miles, fact, I miss my husband. I regret everything that's right. happened in the last day. You were different when you were younger. All that, that time with frog butts. support her being up. the one behind it, unless she's just a slut. Red herring. Red, red herring for the red herring. Yeah, it's okay. the red herring yeah. for the red herring. Yeah. I don't know, dude. There's a grieving widow thing. You know, where sure, it's like, like I want to feel something. I just lost. Well, have you ever seen Monster with Halle Berry? Yeah, Far superior dude. film to this. Right after her son dies. Gnarly as fuck, dude. I love Monster. Yep. Monster's ball. You, you're taking, Monster's ball. Oh, not Monster. Because Monster, you're taking two of the That's most beautiful Charlize women Theron. in in Hollywood and, and Christina and Ricci demonizing them. Is it Christina Ricci? Just, like, yes, Christina Ricci. Christina Ricci and Charlize yeah. Theron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They look disgusting. Man. Right. I'm. Um, That's all about looks, but they look gross. <laughs> they do well. That's I. I read something the other day online. Um, on like a, it was like a sort of like a film school website talking mm-hmm. about indie productions. And there's this excellent essay on there called "Why We Need More Actors Willing to Give Ugly Performances." And they were talking about like so much of Hollywood is like, look at beautiful people, the beautiful glamorousness, and like when someone's quote unquote ugly, it's like they just haven't washed their hair for a day. Right. And they're like, oh my god, what a wreck of a human being, human wreckage. But with stuff like. Stuff like Monster. Well, they had prosthetics on, too. I mean, they're made to look... But also, like, people... It was also, like, when people cry, they, it can't... They don't... Like, this was a call a to have... cry? Yeah, like, yeah. oh, I'm so sad. It's like, we need performers who are willing to... Snot. Now, see, I... Yeah, we need snot. We need people who are, like, drooling and not in a comedic way. We need people... Like, there's... I actually don't run into this as much as the essayist says because I watch a lot of horror films and horror films are like mostly (laughs) yeah exactly there's a bit I always come back to again and again and again it was one of the birds that bird and I uh, one of the birds one of the films that bird and I rated in our uh, notebook Mm -hmm. and the movie's called autopsy and there's a scene in there where 
there's it has one of the coolest special effects ever there's this guy on a table and they've taken like coat hangers and made hooks out of them and they've pulled all of his internal organs out and hung them around the room we describe it as the guts cloud amazing and when they walk in the room is dark but there's just enough light and you can see that like the heart's still beating and the lungs are still opening and closing totally scientifically impossible but like the fucking dude his his organs are hung around his around all over the ceiling like a mobile and he's like laying there looking up at him it's fucked up but the scene i'm thinking of in that movie there's a scene where there's a woman like strapped down to a table it's kind of like hostile light the the movie exists to show us awesome gore effects perfect the the movie's pretty dumb but like dude the gore is unimpeachable i'll I'll, I'll watch it as a effects reel oh yeah dude autopsy is one of the coolest effects reels you'll ever see but there's a scene in there that struck me for how like visceral and and ugly it was this big burly guy comes in now, I think they it's been a long time since I've seen the movie, but I think they're like strapping these teenagers down so that a doctor can come in and practice his autopsy skills on them while they're still alive or something dumb like right. that. But she gets strapped down and she keeps struggling. So the guy raises his fist and in your head, you're like, all right, he's going to punch, punch her, her in the face and she's going to get knocked out. But he punches her in the side where her liver is and he keeps hitting her in the side until she vomits everywhere. That actually happens. If you get a hard liver shot, your yeah. body immediately will vomit. Pew, pew. Mm-hmm. It's just a reflex reaction, which to see that in a movie is like, oh, someone knows that. That's pretty fucked up. It's really fucked up and kind of twisted, but I always come back to that because it's like, this is a fairly pretty young actress who's here to like get her film reel up. Yep. And there's a scene where a guy is punching her in the guts until so she she's... vomits on herself. Wow. And I was watching it and I was like, that was actually pretty brave. Yep. Absolutely. You know, like, yes, it's horror and it's horrific, but like, that's a, that's a, a matter real, of performance. That's pretty fucking for a, brave. For a performance, Absolutely. that's a bold choice, man. So, but you see a lot of shit like that in horror and I like that. I don't even know how we got on this. Do you remember? No. Let's go back in our brains. How did we get here? Okay. We were talking. We were talking about. I got nothing. Nope. Next note. Wow. <laughs> we'll get it when we listen back in editing or whatever. <laughs> How the shit did we get down that rabbit hole? I'm just, I'm, we're talking about premature barrel and I'm like, and he just hits her in the liver over and over again. And I'm like, we were ta- how fuck? did we get here? buried alive. The red herring is for the red herring. Red herring for the red herring. Uh, um... <laughs> Uh, We're getting to like the four Emily, hour mark. We're getting squirrely. Emily wanted Dr. Miles Insider. Insider, right? And then he was being Great gross. performances. We talk about he's being gross. gross. We're talking about monster not looking. Oh, monster's ball. Monster's ball. Here's what it was. Yes. I was saying Thank there was. We got there. We did it. Well, all right, we can keep the show. We don't have to end the end our series. <laughs> all right, but I was saying in Monsters Ball, Halle Berry's son is executed, and the next thing she does is she's like, "I want some sort of." There's a great line where she's, we she doesn't know, but it's the guy who executed her son. Shit. Yeah, but she's. Have you ever seen it? No. Okay. Not Monsters Ball. It's uh, it's uh, Sling Blade. What's the guy's name? Uh, Bad Billy Bob Santa. Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton is the executioner. Okay. Heath Ledger's in the movie for a little bit, and he's actually amazing in it. It's one of Heath Ledger's earlier movies that I remember yep. seeing him in. But Halle Berry shows up, and she kind of starts dating Billy Bob Thornton, but she doesn't know what he does. She knows he like works at a prison, but doesn't know that he's <laughs> worked with the execution Wait, team. Wait, I have seen Monsters Ball. It's yes. so good. So he's actually Does he dealing... and Halle Berry have a pretty hot sex scene, sex scene mm-hmm. in it? Yeah. So he's dealing with the death of his son Heath Ledger who committed suicide after killing Halle Berry's son he fucked it up and just couldn't deal with the weight of like I took a life so he kills himself and he can't live up to his dad's expectations so then Halle Berry and Billy Bob Thornton start dating 
and he's dealing with his grief and she's dealing with her grief, even though their grief is related and they don't know it. And she like starts coming on to him really heavily in that Mm -hmm. sex scene. And what she keeps saying over again is I want to feel something, make me feel good, make me feel good. It's fucking so sad and so heartbreaking and so heavy. But that's kind of what I thought when I, when I first saw Emily being like, Hey, Dr. Miles, it reads more as like widow's grief. It read it read to me as widow's grief. Bird read it as like, oh, she did it. She's yeah. just after his estate. Well, dude, he even says Miles says like, she's like, I made a mistake. I should have married you. Right. And he's like, well, we both had our dreams. I wanted to be. He's like, I was a pen, penniless medical student, and you wanted to be a, la- a great lady. Yeah. So she's she does after have her. the title and the money. So that I think though, still red herring, because if you look at like how everything transpires, you're it like, doesn't make any sense. Kate like totally did it though. Yeah. <laughs> like I see what you're doing here, but it doesn't matter. But you're still wrong. Still, Kate did it. Movie, <laughs> like, you're wrong. You got it wrong, movie. You may be right. She did want like title and you money. You may be crazy. Look, you might even be right, but you're wrong. <laughs> like it's totally Kate that does it at the end of this. Um, grave. I, there's a crazy he walks around in the swamp and he sees the grave diggers and then he has like a hallucination where literally all of his contingency plans fail I love that we show how it all works and then show how it all doesn't show how it all doesn't the yeah. dynamite's all like molded over yep which I'm sure that would still explode actually dynamite becomes less stable it's, as it gets older yeah he would just him doing that would have blown up in his hand yeah. I'm pretty sure throw the box it doesn't crumble throw the box throw the box at the wall done done kablam but it's, it's also dream logic, yeah. So one of my favorite bits of that is when he goes to drink the poison it's and maggots. it's like maggots. Those maggots, Michael. Is it maggots or is it, um, what are they called? Those worms. Mealworms. Yeah, I think, I think they're, they're mealworms. mealworms. They don't look maggoty. They taste like walnuts. Dude, quick side. Have you tasted one? Mm-hmm. Interesting. They're very nutty. So quick sidebar. Because like crazy. this movie now ceases to be interesting. Yes. Uh, there's an invasive species of worm in Michigan called, they either call it the crazy worm or jumping worm. It's their Chinese worms and they call them the cra- crazy worms or jumping worms or something like that. I think it's crazy worms. They thrash around wildly. So it's an earth. It looks just like an earthworm, but they have really red tips, like okay. really red ends. And the worm just thrashes around in a really disturbing fashion. Trying to get eaten by a bird. What the fuck is there? I don't know. It's that. just what they do. You know, like it's it's just a bug that they do. Uh, are you looking for crazy worms? Because there was <clears> one in my fire pit the other day. Wow. I went outside and I saw, I looked down and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with that worm? It's really red and it's thrashing around. It was like, flaf, 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 flaf. it just flails around like a wacky wing, inflatable arm flailing tube man. Yeah, they're really like upsetting to look at. And I came in and I was like, bird, I just saw the weirdest worm ever. What the fuck? She looked it up and she's like, are, was it that? And you can find, just look it up on YouTube, uh, Chinese crazy worms. And they'll just, they have big buckets of them and they're all like thrashing oh at each other. Oh my God. It'll really wreck your day. But I found one in my yard and now I'm like, I don't want to go in my yard. No, but it's beautiful out there though. It is so gorgeous. It's, Let's get out of here. Yep. Uh, okay. So guy. You want to skip a few as Max Peterson guy, likes to say. Guy has velvet satin, red jacket, Catherine. Catherine. Okay. Catherine is such a fucking negative Nancy. Yes. Um, <laughs> so she's just like anytime anyone asks her they're like so how do you think guy's doing she's like well he's lost his mind completely and he's probably not long for the world right and you're like Uh-oh. you're a debbie downer didn't he's your Shit. brother though like shouldn't you be like taking care of him i would take care of him but that stupid bitch emily's here like fucking up the he's works. addicted to laudanum and bomb smacking <laughs> i have a note here <laughs> precisely his greatest fear has happened. Exactly. Right. Dude, like when they're burying him alive, it's 
you want to feel scared, but you're just it's like so exactly what yes. he's been afraid of that you're like, what are the odds of this? Seriously, one in a billion. <laughs> Catalepsy, it too incompetent. The Falcon doctors. doesn't make it into the fucking whatever through the asteroid field. No, and this guy gets buried alive. Right. No, I'm like I'm gonna call that. I'm gonna call that a heavy no. Yeah, <laughs> like the right. odds of this happening are like nil. I mean, because it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, man. Unless it's not catalepsy and Kate, who's been administering medication, him. poisoned him. Like See? she went down into the cellar and set up the. I knew that just a, a quick jaunt to the heart would be enough for that poison to to do what it needs to do to put him in a cat. He's been state. feeling progressively weaker Worse? and yeah. sick, and she he's... puts a cat in the wall. Like yeah, and yeah. then. Emily is legit confused when he's like, I fucking knew that you did all this shit. And she's like, I, I don't actually no, know what I have you're talking any, about yeah. at all. And then Kate's like, done and done. Pow. Shoots him dead. Mm-hmm. Emily's already been buried alive. Loose ends tied up. And Kate is conveniently there to be like, it happened exactly like he said it did. It was Emily and not me. I just now happened I have to this have fortune. this Fuck. notarized version of his will here. Yeah. And now it's all left to Emily, but oh. Emily died, so yeah. I guess it all goes she is to dead. who would it be? Let me read here. Kate, that's me. I had no idea. Now, what are you up to, Dr. Miles? Come on, get some of this. <laughs> I call it my grave dirt. <laughs> Did you say grave dirt? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> you want to get in my casket? You want to get in my crawl in this casket and wiggle around like a crazy worm in my grave dirt? <laughs> it's drier Dr. than Dr. Miles is just vomiting on Emily's corpse. Just... <laughs> so that's now then? I'm going to go play with my frog butts and pretend you didn't say that. <laughs> Speaking of frog butts, though, one quick note. My, one of my favorite scenes was, fuck, man, the battery shock was actually pretty gnarly. When like- he brings this... He hooks him up to the battery and then kills him mm. with it. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. My favorite was the pry bar. It was bar a joinous, the joinous. Fa- oh, the pry bar. I like the pry bar cool stab. Too. That was pretty cool. Um, burying Emily alive, and then uh, in the in the grand old tradition of our show, one two skip a few roll credits. My last note on here was, uh, I think Catherine may be full of shit. Yeah. So what the big takeaway from this movie is the movie is wrong and Catherine did it. Yeah. Well, my last note was uh, big twist, not sis? Question mark. But it was though. Yeah. I'm pretty like. Sure. <laughs> okay. So guys, listeners, one, I'm really sorry by like about how foul that episode <laughs> got. Like it got pretty the foulest since I think that was like by far the most wretched stuff we've ever said what 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 else did we say that was bad like that oh the when he had to beep out a whole bunch of stuff from caged heat we've definitely did that oh my yeah. god oh my yeah. god i forgot about yeah. the end of caged heat that shit that was pretty harrowing and also literally all me <laughs> but we didn't talk about or anything too much like it was okay no, i think that a was bit. i think that yeah some of the stuff that was ble- we don't want to tell people what was bleeped no, out no but i think that was kind of part of it but yeah, this was so sorry. Oh, there was a involved. There was. Yeah, okay. <laughs> just pulling the curtains that. back on that. Well, okay. Just I think this managed to make it into the episode. It was I'm pretty bad. Sorry. So we're sorry that this was filth. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize for. But the filth. what better way to end Roger Corman <laughs> quarter <laughs> than with pure filth. with pure filth? Um, 
I'm not bad about it. Yeah, I'm alright with it. Every once in a while, we gotta gotta have one of these. We scrubbed the gunk out of our brains and put it in your ears. So now (laughs) you're welcome. So now you can sit with that for a while. (laughs) Enjoy. Um. So the people who allow us to be as gross as as possible. You want to start from the bottom up? Yeah, let's do that. Um, Like this movie did. Uh, thank you, Brian Jackson. We really appreciate your listenership. Uh, next month is Biker Month, guys. Uh, we're gonna strap in. It's man. gonna be a lot. Actually, the Pink Angels is next month. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, uh, uh, Mr. Jackson, I have not yet met you. I look forward to meeting you sometime. Carl knows you, so I'm yep. sure I'll bump into you eventually. Get him on the show. Yeah, for yes. sure. Who else do we want to thank? We want to thank David Rowney. We do. Just upped his pledge. Love so that, that. he's now got access to all of the bonus episodes and gets his shout out on the show. All of which and more you can find over on www.patreon.com slash quillandfilm. Q-U-I-L-L-A-N-D-F-I-L-M We would also like to thank Kelly and, and Mike, Mike Wagner. Oh, I was going to do it one at a time. That's okay. Do you want to hear, let's say both of their names in tandem. It's Kelly and Mike. Oh, I thought you were gonna do a. God damn it! <laughs> we do a three, two, one. And let's then, do. Let's one, do two, it on. Three and then go. We'll do. We'll do. Was it? Do they do one, two, three, go? Or do they do three, one, two? I think it's, it's one, two, three, and then go. go. So right. we'll go one, two, three. Kelly, Kelly and, and Mike, Mike Wagner. Wagner. See how I just fucked it up intentionally at the sure end for comedic effect. Did. Guys, you're the best. We appreciate you and all that you do for the show, which is listen to us and don't. Um, you know, don't leave bad reviews and tell your <laughs> friends about the things that we say because they're just for you two. Uh, who else we got on here? We have a lot of patrons we now. Do. I'm loving I'm it. I'm digging it. We got the uh, Miss Bardic Inspiration herself, Katie Clark. Thank you for the thank you for the sub and all the D6 saving throws. Right, so. the mad the mad Russian flautist, Absol- Katie Katie Clark. Clark. Uh, thank you, Connor Sweeney, McSweensters, the Connor as we call him, the Con, the Con. The Connorific Mr. Pistol Lickett. Con job sweensters. I think I had another small stroke. <laughs> Dude, I think this whole episode has just been like... Just one big stroke. It's like filth stroke. <laughs> should be the title of this episode. It was like... Uh, what's that What's that thing where you just say swear words? Oh. But it's um, actually more complex than that, but the movies just call they, it they, they call it the swear one? It's Why Tourette's. My, thank you. This was our Tourette's if episode. If I fake it, then I don't have it. <laughs> That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to ward right. off a case of Tourette's by just saying the worst we're things. We're what about bobbing it? In so our that's fine. <laughs> Connor, uh, Connor. Love this man, Connor Sweeney. We do. and I got to, speaking of Billy Joel, a few weeks ago, I got to sing Billy Joel songs on stage at the State Theater. They did Step Brothers for their, like, uh, Friday night flick and so they wow. wanted the Catalina wine mixer Billy Joel band so Connor Dude. Sweeney and I did two short sets of Billy Joel songs were you are you proud of the work you did no nope. well okay well, no we sounded great I mean yeah. it was we son of a give us a little taste sing us a song you're the piano no, man no fuck you I'm gonna put you on a five minute timer who else do we have to thank uh, Danielle Pelshaw my soon to be wifey poo uh, I love you and thank you for watching this one with me it was a her, she, her constant response is, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Which is what we get a lot from Danielle when we watch movies together. So why does happen? Dude, what this movie makes zero sense. Zero sense. And yeah, and so in this one, it makes sense to be completely We just entertained lost. ourselves with trash mouth. I think she actually ended up like doing something else. <laughs> She's playing Bubble Witch Saga or something on her phone. I knew we were in trouble because I kept hitting the, yeah, there's a, the button on your remote, the display. Showing how much time. shows how much is left. Yeah, I did that I was twice. I that, yeah. I know I'm in trouble mm. when I'm checking the time. You're like, how much do we... 
we're only five minutes into this for real. I thought it was an hour at least. Uh, thank you so much, John Shibe, Casey Shibe. You guys are the best. I got to just spend uh, an amazing super jelly like, totes day jelly. with them. It was totally. Killer. I'm just so happy I got to hug both it was of them. The bomb. Yeah, you got to meet them. Yeah. Um, their their molecular structure and my molecular structure were in the same space for a brief moment a in time, and it was amazing. It was, dude. And the next time, we'll definitely figure out a, a visit. Uh, I told you when we met up, but when John first walked into the house, he was like... Expecting the mics Yeah, he's up. like, honestly, I'm surprised. I was expecting Carl to be waiting here with four mics on the table. Hot yeah, welcome, John and Casey. Shy me. <laughs> welcome to Measuring Flicks. Because um, I did promise we were going to... Sc- I have a movie that we're going to screen. The, cool. the one movie that they want to talk about. And I was like, dude... Get, whenever. Whenever we get together, we'll screen that movie and talk about it. Um, so if you have we'll also, any... We'll figure out how to get Skype working one of these days. Maybe. I don't like Skype, though. I've tried to do Skype episodes Doesn't before. Work. The vibe is different. It is, because you're not there. Yeah, there's no... there's. It's hard to get energy in the room when you're in two different rooms Makes across sense. like a thousand miles. Yeah. What we really need to do is just go to New York City. Fair enough. I mean, I think that's a better idea. Just do a week. Get our, get our horses... And then right. that was the last episode, this, but the next episode, the next episode, we're time, time traveling. traveling. Bourbon makes you time travel, yeah. <laughs> dude. That's a time travel joke from a from time, a time travel, travel joke. Thing. joke. That's movie. nuts. It's not a time travel movie. It's not. It's a biker movie. It's next month is biker month. If you have any, <laughs> if you have any customer complaints, or if you'd like to, you know, scold us. For, if you want to talk to the manager, if you would like to speak with the manager about what you've just heard, send your send all your customer complaints to our hotline at measuringflixpodcast at gmail You're all adults. Yeah. You guys are all. Think, we don't know that. You guys are all. Yeah, we're on like five different. Maybe this was the episode where, like, some of our listeners were like, "I'm going to introduce this show to my children." No. <laughs> Don't do that, though. Don't. Uh, if you listened to the end of this before you've listened to this episode, which I hope most of you did, <laughs> don't play this for children. <laughs> they're not the kids. They're grownups. The Real grownups don't get too upset about stuff. All Bullshit. right, guys. Th- anyway, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate the hell out of all of you. Sure. Next, do. dude. Next month. Bikers, we're doing four biker flicks back to back. We recorded the Road to Paloma episode first, and up. then we're just gonna watch Wild Hogs three times in a row. That's right, because clearly Wild Hogs is the pinnacle of cinema. All right, so I, I think there's a, the best way to take us out of this episode. I think would be to probably whistle the t- whistle the Grave Diggers tune, which I think is something like it's it go. <laughs> Mr. Jones woke early one morning to a call. Silence beneath the 
and sick and small and broke You never knew I had a choice Last night at a poker game With queens and jacks beneath my hand Something changed inside my soul So today I make my stand Because you're the queen of problems You're the queen of monsters And I'm the jack of dirt When I ride into that sunset There'll be a smile on my lips Might as well go ahead and die Cause I've never lived Jones went to the diner
Mess. 